Would you like to help a college or seminary student attend the Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference? You can purchase a conference scholarship for a contribution of $135 to Issues Etc. You can donate online at issuesetc.org scholarship, or you can make a $135 check payable to Issues Etc., write scholarship in the memo line, and send it to Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. O Lord, open my lips. Make haste, O God, to deliver me.
A reading from Matthew chapter 15. Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. He answered them, And why do you break the commandments of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father and mother must surely die. But you say, If anyone tells his father or his mother, What you would have gained from me is given to God. He he need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. Dear Christian friends, I once knew an old Norwegian bachelor, one of the nicest guys that you'd ever meet, quiet and unassuming, and, but his house was one of the dirtiest houses that I've ever, ever seen. When you walked in the porch, the smell of uh, rotting food was overwhelming. He got meals on wheels and he would just toss the half-empty containers out the door. And uh, then you walk into the kitchen and the light was dim. You could hardly see through the glass of the windows. They were so full of dirt and a pile of unwashed dishes was there heaped on the table. The floor had pieces of old ripped linoleum Uh, Here and there, the rest of the floor was old gray lumber uh, like you might see in a barn. In the living room, there were so many dogs and cats that a hole was cut in one of the walls so that they could come and go as they pleased uh, back and forth from the crawl space of the house. Uh, There was that pervading smell of urine uh, in the home. And this I had never seen before, although I had been in a lot of bachelor's homes. There were even chickens in his house. He hadn't taken a bath for months. He didn't have running water, actually. Uh, His skin was brown and leathery. His hair was caked and matted with dirt. He also suffered from asthma. So whenever he had to go to the hospital, they would clean him up and he'd get a good bath once in a while. But everybody was constantly telling him that he had to clean up. Uh, His family tried to clean the house, but soon it was back to the way that it had been before. I remember sharing this lesson with him in the hospital. It's not how clean you are on the outside that counts with God. It's how clean you are on the inside. And I told him how Jesus cleans us up from the inside out and he broke out into a big smile. I had never seen him smile before. In our lesson today, the Pharisees were criticizing Jesus. Some of his disciples were not following the tradition of washing their hands before they ate, um, not for hygienic or sanitary reasons, but for ritual ceremonial reasons. Perhaps 
they thought they may have rubbed up against a Gentile um, in the marketplace. So they were concerned about every minute detail. Those oral traditions are later recorded in the Mishnah, meticulous man-made rules and regulations meant to be a fence around the law, but they regarded them as binding as God's word. For example, to wash your hands, you had to use at least one and a half eggshells of water. You would have to put the vessel in your right hand to pour it over your left hand, and then the vessel in your left hand to pour over your right hand, and water had to run down to the wrist. Each hand had to be rubbed with the other, making sure the hand that did the rubbing had been cleansed already. And then to dry the hands, you had to lift them up like surgeons do, so the water polluted by the hand did not run down onto the fingers and recontaminate the hand. That's how they added to God's word by their traditions, splitting hairs over details, every jot and tittle. But the worst part of all was that they believed that they were godly, that they had a right relationship with God because they kept these traditions. They were respected as outstanding examples of piety, but Jesus could see their hearts. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, hypocrites, whited sepulchers, you look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. And here in this lesson, Jesus gave the example of the Korban Oath. They used it as a loophole for getting out of providing for their parents. They claimed they dedicated these earnings to God. So when we read lessons like this, we might be tempted to think, oh, those terrible Pharisees, you know. But then we struggle with the same things. Hippocrates, hippo, under, crino, judge, judging under. It's like an actor behind a mask. We try to bargain with God on the basis of our outward clean living. And the church is always tempted to add man-made rules and bylaws and constitutions to the Bible. And then when we are keeping all of these man-made rules, when, then we believe that we're clean in God's sight and we, we look down on those who don't follow the rules. Jesus says to us today, don't you see nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean, but what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean, out of the heart. We're defiled by what comes out of our hearts. We're totally depraved and polluted and unclean and corrupt through and through from the inside out. Lenski's commentary says what a cesspool the human heart is, far dirtier, dirtier than this Norwegian bachelor's home. Our only hope lies not in our hearts, but in the heart of God. We do not give God our hearts like you read in the hammer of God. Instead, God says, I will give you my heart, the heart of my son, Jesus. He didn't keep the traditions of men, but the commands of God. He never dirtied himself with the stain of sin. Even though he was tempted in every way, he's the spotless lamb of God. He's not only clean on the outside, but clean through and through. And the amazing thing, the spotless lamb of God, willing to 
he willingly chose to cover himself from the outside in with all the dirt and the filth and the stain and the sin of the whole world. Matthew recounts that throughout his gospel. Jesus associated with sinners. He was baptized shoulder to shoulder with sinners. He ate with tax collectors and sinners. He entered Gentiles' homes. He was anointed by a sinful woman. He allowed sinners to touch him. He touched sinners. He touched a leper. He let the woman with the flow of blood touch the hem of his garment. He touched the dead body of Jairus' daughter. He took by the hand a boy with an evil spirit. And finally, they regarded him as unclean. This delegation that came out from Jerusalem made sure that Jesus was taken out of Jerusalem and hung on a tree. He who had no sin became sin for us. And the amazing thing, we dirty sinners become the righteousness of God. He washes you, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. Just like they cleansed the temple in the Old Testament days from the inside out, remember? They started in the holy, the holy of holies, the most holy place, and then they cleansed the holy place, and then finally they cleansed the courtyard on the Day of Atonement. The word Mark uses here for washing uh, hands and cups and pots and vessels and even couches is baptizo what man-made rules or ritual washing could never do. God has done for you through holy baptism. That's how you stand clean in his sight today. Even though water was only applied to you outwardly, it was applied in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and God declares you sparkling clean inside and out. He purifies your unclean heart. His blood sprinkles your conscience, the writer to the Hebrews says. He cleanses you by the washing of water through the word. He presents you to himself as radiant, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Today is February the 18th. It marks the 474th year since the death of Martin Luther. I got to visit the Sterbe House there in Eisleben back in 1889. Luther said in his commentary on the Sermon on the Mount uh, under the passage, Blessed are the pure in heart, they will see God. He says, the Jews' holiness consisted in outward cleanliness of body, skin, hair, clothes, and food. But God does not ask for such purity. He wants to have the heart pure. Though outwardly a Christian may be a drudge in the kitchen, black, sooty, and grimy, though he may smell, though he stinks outwardly, he is pure incense before God. What great news that was for that old Norwegian bachelor. By grace through faith in Jesus, he was clean before God, absolutely clean, as clean as Jesus. Not from the outside in, but from the inside out. No wonder he couldn't help but smile when he heard this text. 
and what comfort this text brought to the family at his funeral. Future pastors and deaconesses visit people in their homes, bring them Jesus in their home, come to the sheep where they live, meet them where they're at, not just the spotless gilded mansions of members of your congregation, but go to the filthy farmhouses and bring Jesus there, even if a chicken sits down beside you as you're visiting your parishioner, go to them in Jesus' name. Amen.
O Lord, have mercy. O Christ, have mercy. O Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe. God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. In the day of my trouble, I call to you. For you answer me. Hide your face from my sins. And blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. For you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O, God, o Lord my God, with my whole heart. And I will glorify your name forever. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say evermore, God is great. Save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. Let us pray. O Lord, graciously hear the prayers of your people, that we who justly suffer the consequence of our sin may be mercifully delivered by your goodness to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, you have called your church to witness that in Christ you have reconciled us to yourself. Grant that by your Holy Spirit we may proclaim the good news of your salvation, so that all who hear it may receive the gift of salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from the sin of every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul in all things. Let your holy angel be with me, 
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.